you. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Rant. Hello, everyone there in Podcast Town. We're all back together again. Together Absolutely. again. It's a Muppet song together again. Uh, everyone should know that Jordan has gotten some help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm totally good now. With his totally hot chicken. Totally Let me addiction. see your fingers. So, or only, I mean. Oh, those are yeah. chapped fingers. <laughs> There's, there, there is the permanent sort of reddish stain to them. Yeah. yeah. That no, that's never going it, away. But I think, you know. Uh, that's, My lips have kind of been inflamed and they will be inflamed for like another three weeks, they say. Okay, yeah. cool. And but now I, the doctors have you on just milk. Which to kind of soothe <laughs> out that heat. It's doing. It's, it's oh. devastating. Yeah, it's just oh, drinking. It's you're like a. You're like a baby again. You're just drinking mother's milk. So this is a sports comedy podcast. It is yep. clearly. Joel and I are ostensibly sports insiders. Phil yeah. doesn't watch a lot of sports. Is a sports outsider. Ostensibly, <laughs> yeah. no. Phil is definitely and firmly a sports outsider. Yeah, yeah. two hundred fifty-three episodes in. Don't know much about. I sports. know how much. How much would you actually say? Like, if we were to actually put a percentage on it. How? What percentage have you increased your knowledge in sports by doing this podcast? Uh, well, hundreds of percents because I went from knowing so nothing to I know Johnny yeah. Manziel is okay. Uh, I know who Tim Tebow is, but I mean, and, I, and we can't do a control. But like, yeah. do you think how mu- you might know those people if you had not done a sport? probably not? I think I the, might have heard the names, but that's probably as far as I go. The only way to describe. Phil's sports knowledge is willful ignorance. Yes. <laughs> like, it, it truly That's is true. one in it. one ear and out the other. Like, when yeah. people start talking about sports, you see me. When you guys start talking about your fantasy bullshit, I generally <laughs> lean back in my chair and my brain is like, I wonder what's happening on Pokemon Go right now. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're a guy that you works mean? very there's, hard. You need that there's break. There's Pokemons and they're going. They just released 80 new Pokemon for Pokemon Go, they, Joel. Really? He doesn't even know that. <laughs> We have Muhammad Sanu on the show today. Muhammad Absolutely. Sanu. Yeah, Falcons uh, wide receiver? Absolutely. Longtime Bengal, I think his second year as a Falcon. Mm-hmm. And he was in the Super Bowl, and he had kind of an odd explanation as to why he yeah. lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, 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 the Falcons show. fell apart uh, because, he says, of the Lady Gaga halftime show. I think it was the, maybe the length. Is the that... length of it, yeah. Not the quality yeah. of the performance. No, which... that was outstanding. Yeah, I am she not... jumped off a of rafters and killed I am herself. Not at all... Caught a football. She, she did. She caught yeah. a football at the oh, at the end. It was awesome. Yeah. I I don't like Lady Gaga at all, but even I had to admit that I was like, okay. Imagine if you're a Lady Gaga she fan. She put on a show. Yeah. This is exactly what you're in for. And I have to say, Joel was right. He said that she was going to open with Poker Face. She opened with Poker Face. Yep. Joel got it right. And uh, it's good because she also she didn't mess up with a microphone and poke her face. That's awful. Also on the show today, we have uh, news, news, news. That's good. We yep. have a wide world of weird sport. You're goddamn right yep. we do. And we have a, a special top ten list. It's a tribute top ten list to Mike Illich. Hey, there we go. Illich passed away recently, owner of the Tigers, owner of the Red Wings, owner of Little Caesars Pizza. Yep. Pizza, pizza. We have a special it, top the, ten list. The news hit while we were all attending uh, Phil's bachelor party. That's yeah. correct. I'm so. about to get married. You are. Yeah. So we're going to get have a couple weeks off that from the podcast coming, coming up, up in April. Well, I don't know. I'll have keys. Maybe Jordan and I can come in Oh, here there and, you go. You got to yeah. first learn how to do things, and then <laughs> you could record the podcast. So, if, yeah, if you guys uh, don't wind up getting two weeks of podcast while Phil is on honeymoon, that is because Joel's a fool. The grass is green. The gloves progressive. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Yeah. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. 
I really wish we could get back uh, only baseball. I really like totally <laughs> baseball. It, it makes me think of the Saved by the Bell intro every time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that and that to me is not a positive. That's a real negative. Oh, well, it, maybe you should ride low in your chair so we don't know that you're here. <laughs> and then you can do the podcast tomorrow. It'll be all right. Okay. You know, I don't like to get political, guys. All Please right. do. But if you're a baseball fan like me, you know that most immigrants come to this country with a decent curveball. But every so often, there's ones that can hit the ball a mile. Yeah, there we go. Occasionally. Immigrants have a long history in baseball. Starting right around the time African-American athletes realized baseball was super boring and started playing better sports, (laughs) while white athletes realized they weren't even that athletic. Right. This meant playing baseball effectively joined migrant farming as a job that most (laughs) Americans did not want to do. Sure. Uh... (laughs) Now, there's been some famous uh, immigrants that have played baseball. The Name most, one. Most famous is probably Roberto Clemente. Ah. Joel, Roberto mm-hmm. Clemente. Yep. 3,000 yeah. hits exactly. Psych, wow. he's from uh, Puerto Rico, and you're racist. Oh, well, I mean. Yeah, I psych, take that, Joel. Wow, I knew Joel, he was that po- was uncalled for. I knew for. that he was wow. Puerto Rican. I mean, wow. do, how do you define immigrant? Just because we're in the same legal entity does not he's mean He's a U.S. citizen. To, yeah, I'm not an citizen. immigrant because I came from no, Michigan. We're just ragging out, Joel. I have it in there right now. Psych, you're racist, Joel. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was from Puerto Rico. But if you'd ask me that. Shin Chu, Miguel Cabrera, and Justin Morneau. Canadian, all came to the United States seeking a better life in a country where they get paid tens of millions of dollars to play baseball. And with the conversion from the Canadian dollar, they're making even more. Now, there's a terrifying Los Angeles Times story about how Cuban outfielder Yasiel Puig came to the Dodgers. Give it a Google. But today, let's focus on a more lighthearted U.S. entry of Chicago White Sox first baseman, Jose Abreu. Also Ah. Cuban. Also Cuban, yes. Recently... In news that will in no way bias people against immigrants, Jose Abreu was testifying before a federal jury in Miami in the trial of two men accused of smuggling and conspiracy. Ooh. Okay, so he made a shocking confession. In 2013, while flying from Haiti to the United States, he ate his passport. Wait, what? what? So he had to travel to America illegally or else he wasn't going to get his uh, like $68 million deal with the yeah. White Sox. Yeah. Okay, and here's his, here's his quote. <laughs> If I had not been there on that particular day, the deadline, then the contract would not be executed and would be no longer valid. Ooh. We had to be in Chicago to, si- to sign the contract. Little by little, I swallowed the first page of the passport. I could not arrive in the United States with a false passport. What? Little by little, I ate the passport. Aren't, wow, aren't that's passports intense. passports, like, laminated? Also, couldn't you just, like... Leave it on That's the That's what I'm thinking. Well, I think Can't you, like, rip it up into little pieces and throw it in a little waste bin? I was more impressed with the little by little, because my first interpretation of, like, the headline when it was, like, Jose is a uh, Breu 8 passport, I was thinking, like, the guar monster. Like, just, oh, yeah, the, the big unhinges, snake. Yeah. He, Jose yeah. Abreu just opens his mouth and goes, oh, passport. Right. Yeah, like the uh, people in the hot dog eating championships <laughs> where you just dip in water <laughs> yeah. and shove it in your mouth. <laughs> That's yeah. what he did. He dipped it in his drink. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> No, Jose Abreu ate 57 passports <laughs> on a flight from Haiti to Chicago. <laughs> world record. Setting a new record. <laughs> what a b- shitty world we live in, though, where somebody has to eat their passport. Yeah. Right? Oh, God. I know. Spirit out. Airlines, terrible. Especially right? That means it's better than snack. most airplane food. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well serve it in the airsick bag. Am I right? And what's the deal with there's no leg room, right? I have to check my legs in the carry on luggage just to get on the plane. <laughs> Boom, 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 bo
News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Adidas offers Island for record-breaking 40-yard dash. Island? An isle, like an island? Like an land island. Mass? There's an Adidas Island? Well, no. When you're there Not uh, yet. all day, you dream about soccer? Is that... Subheadline: Nike offers planet. Nike wins again. Oh, <laughs> Nike. Yeah, it's NFL combine time. This is the part of the sports uh, process that most resembles horse trading yeah. okay. and or slave auctions. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> slave auction to me is closer because it involves people. They basically look at these human beings. They measure them and everything. And like players who might have been, let's say, like 5'10 and a half and they got rounded up to 6'1 in college. The NFL yeah. is like, no fucking, you're 5'10. Ha ha, suck it. Yeah. And other players are like, you know. I'm actually 275. Like, you're 335, fatty. You know, and, and so they, they measure the length and width of guys' hands. Really? Like, yeah, it's That's very weird. I don't think And here's okay the thing, too. I, I would suspect that no, no old school slave market was nearly as meticulous in measuring the physical attributes of people as, <laughs> as the NFL combine is. Why did that feel so racist coming out of Joel's <laughs> mouth? I didn't say it was right, a good but we're thing. Not, I'm but just. Anyway. <laughs> They, 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 but they have a bunch of cool stuff there that, like, cool playgrounds have, like tires you jump through. Oh, yeah. You yeah. lift your knees up high. Blocking dummies. All sorts of fun obstacles, Dude, right? Yeah. cone drill. Yeah, the cone drill. And, and uh, of course, the 40-yard dash. Yeah. Uh, over the years, uh, Adidas has given endorsement deals or cash prizes of $100,000 to prospects who have the fastest time. Mm. Last year offered $100 million. A hundred million oh, sorry. to one I'm person? Sorry. One million dollars. I'm sorry. There'd, There'd be, be one no million reason is to play too much. Football. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm retired, bitches. <laughs> I won the cone drill. <laughs> but this year, Adidas is offering an island to any prospect who breaks the all time forty yard dash mark. Four two six by Chris uh um I can't believe Chris I Evans, this. Captain America. No. Four two four by Chris Johnson. Phil his nickname was Cujo. Cujo, like the dog. Woof, woof. I'm going to eat you. I can't believe I got his first name and not his last name. So, I yeah. it was 426. So, Adidas uh, offering an island to any prospect. Two players tie. They will be given an island to share and provided with tape to put through the middle of the island designated each player's side. Ah, uh, Brady Bunch style. Yeah. Yeah. What, what no island? fair. Yours is the one with water. Well, yours <laughs> has the bathroom. No, my guy didn't understand how islands work. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, caveats. You have to do it in Adidas 2017 at a zero five star 40 cleats. That's not real. Adidas words. 27 at a zero five star A-D-I-Z-E-R-O. Wow. It rolls off the tongue with their branding. Is that from their line of lead sold cleats? Because because I feel like then that's the that they're just banking on not giving away that island. Uh, and agree to it. So you, and, and you have to, if you do it, you have to do it in the shoes, and you have to agree to endorse those shoes for the entire 2017-2018 season. Oh. If Which I, is probably more valuable than the island. Yeah, the terms. island's probably, what, a million five, two mil? Where yeah. is it? And also, Thailand? How much, oh, Thailand, <laughs> island? <laughs> how, much, how much good are you going to get from from the island? Like, I would endorse, like a I would endorse sandals. That's what I would say. They'd be like, oh, you won. You want the island? Yeah. W which one of our line would you like to endorse? The sandals. Yeah. Yes. Flip-flops. <laughs> uh, it seems like I'm the island. Nike's on the gridiron, bro. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the island has an oil reserve or mineral deposits. <laughs> it might be worth billions. The I really hope that's the case and that Adidas <laughs> takes a real bath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean there's a gold mine? <laughs> yeah. 
the resource curse. <laughs> yeah. uh, the fine Princess Adidas agrees to pay the winner in Ireland, quote, as soon as reasonably possible. Okay, well, yeah. but, it's never reasonably possible to give someone an island. But the company can also just pay the athlete a million dollars instead. Oh. That's oh. in the fine print. If, you know, the government starts asking questions. Right. Uh, they're not responsible uh, for the payment of any taxes on the, pri- on the prize. Whoa. The not responsible for payment of taxes on the prize. Yeah. So, I mean, but if it's an island, you'd be like, I don't have taxes on my island. There we go. Sovereign nation. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just mean that they won't act as tax collectors for the residents of the island. <laughs> <laughs> Won by the college student who uh, ran the fastest. They did some uh, research for us at ESPN. Uh, a search of private island sales sites reveals many islands in Canada and Central America that can be bought for a million dollars or less. Really? Wow. Yeah. Boy, if, if you got a Canadian island, that would really suck. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> You're the proud owner of a slice of Nova Scotian paradise. Yeah. yeah for can't... a couple of weeks a year, the ice melts. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Not as many hula girls on that island, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, the ones who were there, though, are definitely nipping out. Oh, Joel, come on. So crude. That felt so gross. So crude. That was the grossest thing you've ever said. Oh, Oh, jeez. I don't want to do this podcast ever again. (laughs) Because it's cold. Eric Dickerson owns the NFL record for single-season rushing yards. Yep. 21-05, set in 1984, and tweeted what Adidas gave him for that feat. Any guesses on what Adidas gave Eric Dickerson in 1984? I'm guessing it's not an island. I would Single guess that they gave him shoes for his feet. Okay, that's a good guess. Good guess. Joel? I'm going to say like $10,000. Peninsula. No, okay. <laughs> no, that's not as good. No, no, no. Unless the upper peninsula. Mineral deposits like crazy up there. <laughs> Carrot cake. Carrot cake. He got a carrot cake from Adidas for setting the single season How rushing quaint. yard record. Was it cooling on a windowsill <laughs> at the time? Joining us now on the podcast is Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Mohamed Sanu. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have you on. Sorry about what happened. Congratulations on the NFC Championship. Yeah, I'm sorry about what not happened. exactly what I wanted. I, I kind of wanted to get my ring. I was moment. pulling so hard for you guys. I really was. I no, was I appreciate very, you supporting us. Big slice uh, of America was. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, frankly, we would have we would have had it. We would have been able to win if it wasn't for Lady Gaga. She came in and just ruined everything for no, us. No, wait a and, second. Yeah, with her way, really long, she's droning on I, during her halftime show. She just. She really milked that moment a little too long. We lost our rhythm, and we it was all her fault. Well, it wasn't scheduled. I mean, she didn't go on any you, longer you than... You knew it was going to be a half hour yeah. going Yeah, but when in. you're in the game and you're really feeling it, you know, it's it doesn't it doesn't feel good. But, you know, I can't put all the blame on Lady Gaga. There was well, a lot of other good. things. Good, I'm glad. I mean, Absolutely. obviously, kind of a defensive collapse. Yeah. Obviously, obviously that, you guys dominated through the third quarter, so it really seems like the halftime is not the explanation. Yeah, there. that and the, there was somebody over the loudspeaker who was announcing what was happening, what down it was, and it was just really loud. <laughs> Wait, it was no, really it, distracting. No, that's but something Muhammad, that happens at every game. It was really hard. Every Sometimes game, they would play music in between plays, and it was just it was very distracting. I Jock jams would be blaring, and I couldn't. It would just take a take away from my concentration. But again, these are these are things that happen at every football game. It seems it seems sort of hard to believe that this really is an explanation for. I mean, you guys choked. No, this, the music was way too loud during those times. And frankly, when you know, because there was more fans in the audience. 
they had to play the music even louder, and it was just really distracting. I think more Sometimes we'd all be we'd be singing along while that was happening. That sounds like that's well, on you. Like no, I mean it's really good music though, so it's hard not to sing along. Like when when it goes na 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 na, you gotta yell hey. Yeah, who's and sometimes you're in the hey. middle of a play, you know. That makes <laughs> right. it really tough. Uh, you try catching a ball while somebody's yelling, hey. Hey! But they, they, couldn't they catch never them. would have been doing it during a play. No, no, but still, your head's in the game, and, you know, you're still thinking about it. You know, it's you get an earworm. Well, that's my when point. When you have the earworm, it's very hard to get song, out of When the song, like, fades out, and you, yeah. know, how, you know how the hey song goes, yeah. you probably, in your head, pick up the next guitar part and start thinking about it right away. 100%. You just keep thinking the hey. That sounds more like an issue of you not having your head in the game. No, no, that's not true. My head was in the game the whole time. But then every once in a while, somebody who was saying there's a cold lemonade, just walking up and down from the aisles yelling cold lemonade. It's just very distracting. You're talking about the stadium vendors. You're blaming the vendors. They're very loud. So every once First in a while, all, I would be sitting on the sidelines really trying to think about the next play, and then I'd hear Cold Lemonade, and I'd be thinking about Beyonce. First of all, you're lucky that, that stadium vendor Larry Culpepper is not here because we've had him on the show, and I think he'd be very upset. He'd be very distracting. I'm yeah. glad he wasn't at the Super Bowl. He's a college football guy. guy. We know that. Yeah. yeah, he invented the college playoffs, so <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have been at the Super Bowl. But yeah, we found that I found the lemonade people to be egregious. I'm, I hope that they don't show up to future Super Bowls. It really ruins the purity of the game. I'm gonna go ahead and say that they're a hundred percent gonna be at future Super Bowls. Well, I certainly hope that they they had some sort of regulations in place to keep that out. And not only that, but the people who the lemonade vendors were selling to, way too loud. Wait, the fans? Yeah, way too loud. But no, like come it on. felt like the no. entire game they were carrying on. They were yelling. Some of them were on their phones. Like, who's on their phones during a game? This well, that's very rude. distracting. No, I'm with you there. That's, very that's distracting. disrespectful. They were taking that. pictures. Sometimes they didn't turn off the flash. Oh, my. Well, you can't catch a ball if there's flashes going on. There's flashes going on. It's just very distracting. And, you know, that's really the reason why You're the, not the Falcons couldn't keep tennis, it together. Okay? Like, the fans are going to make noise. That's what. It's not golf. I think that's the problem is that golfers get a lot of advantages that we didn't get. We didn't get that kind of respect. That but golfers you weren't get. playing we really golfers. No, we were playing football. And, fans, and football and is all, a I'd game like where you need a lot of concentration, too. All of these things are also true on the Patriots side. None of the things that you're describing wouldn't have not affected the Patriots. You know what was also way. incredibly distracting, what? which I think might be the primary reason why we fell apart. I think I know where you're going with this. Our coach like kept yelling at us on what we were supposed to do. I mean, that's that's his job. He's yeah, he kept yelling. It was just very distracting. And was it was it louder than normal? You think his well, yelling or the type of yelling was it any different? than previous yelling no but it's distracting every time you know every once in a while like you're on the sidelines he grabs he grabs your head brings it really close and yells in your ear and i just i'm no longer in the game i'm just thinking about my childhood if you're, if you're on the sidelines you're not everybody in the who's game. ever wronged me yeah but next time i'm in the game i'm still thinking about that it hurts your feelings sometimes it does seem pretty awful yeah i don't i don't mean to be a dick muhammad but i i, I think that you were sort of Look, maybe we should just take a big step back here, take a deep breath. Okay, let's take a big step back. Right. Traffic on the way to the game was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. I was still thinking about the traffic, and it really hit me at halftime. I was just like, 
when I was sitting through that incredibly long Lady Gaga performance, I'm like, man, that traffic was really bothersome. I mean, and so then I couldn't get it out of my head for the second half. Sometimes when I'm at a game and I knew traffic was really bad, I start thinking halfway through the game, I start thinking, oh, traffic's gonna be so, it's gonna be even worse leaving. Yeah, all I, I can think, think about, about is, out and like, should I take I, an Uber? How's an Uber ever gonna get in and out? Yeah, should you maybe I should ride with the team? Or well, first thing I have to do the press conferences. Mostly your fault. I mean, I can understand how. Yeah, if you started thinking about beating traffic, maybe that would have explained your fourth quarter collapse but you shouldn't have been thinking about beating traffic while you're in the Super Bowl I mean it's hard not to when you have traffic around the stadium like it is Jordan cheerleaders need to learn how to shut up what yeah they just screaming the whole time they're getting other people to scream it's not it's not good for concentration you know what I would like a cheerleader who just sits down quietly (laughs) that's Mr. Mr. Sue just, just sits there just like not, think you, you know maybe, what it's because it's about the emotional support more than it's about the yelling really and I don't it's just right, the fact that they're there maybe they do the hand motion that means quiet down like the thing where they're patting their hands I can, downward I well I can that would be helpful now that's what a cheerleader should do to be helpful well I can completely understand that you are really upset about the collapse of your team and your loss in the Super Bowl I'm not Bowl. upset about the loss of the Super Bowl no, I'm upset no, about the people no, who forced you, us to lose the Super Bowl you are I think you are lemonade man and the these fans you're talking about and the loud loud cheerleaders and jock jams you are and then lady gaga you are lashing out at a whole bunch of other things to find an explanation and i think ultimately it'd be just a lot more satisfying for you if you looked inward and you said hey we as a team choked we screwed the fourth quarter we screwed the pooch bad and we're gonna learn from that and move on and try and get back there next year instead of randomly blaming a whole bunch of people at this game who really had nothing to do with your loss. You're right. I just, you're right, Joel. I just looked deep into my heart and I realized what the real problem was. Yeah. Thank you. Still can't get over how bad kingdom. The crystal skull was. (laughs) Why would they do that for an Indiana Jones movie? Just call it a different movie, put in a different hero. It might've been fine. If it wasn't. I mean, yeah. I think you've created consensus here. But are you suggesting that nobody on the Patriots saw kingdom of the crystal skull? Probably not. Does it has that movie made its way to New England yet? <laughs> I think I think it did, but I'd have to check. There I don't, we go. I don't honestly know. Thank Let's you for joining us of today. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Muhammad. This has been grand. Recently, Mike Illich passed away. Okay. R.I.P. And one of the stories that came out after he died, this came out a few years ago, and it was uh, in the mid to late nineties, Rosa Parks house in Detroit got broken into and mm. she was robbed. Yeah, Yikes. and she needed a new apartment, and basically Mike Illich, from that point on until her death, paid Rosa Parks rent, and she lived wow. in uh, Riverfront Towers uh, in Detroit. Okay, I did not is know that. that. A nice That's apartment? weird, wild stuff. Yeah, so he was just it, Mike Illich is the patron saint of Detroit, right? Yeah. So he he did this, and this this kind of, like I said kind of came out around her death, and people remind it now. There's probably some other patron saint of Detroit that the French picked way back in the day. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we but should settle purposes, on Mike Illich. For yeah. our purposes, Mike Illich. I think Rosa Parks was the patron saint of Detroit, but you guys go on. Phil, Phil arguably just pointed out how racist we are. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, we she's, picked, but she's we picked Montgomery, Alabama, right? Yeah. I mean, she relocated to Detroit. Yeah, but she was like Illich is a native son. Yeah, that's oh, okay. a good point. Um, anyway, so what we have now here is a little tribute to Mike Illich. We have the top ten lesser-known facts about Mike Illich. All okay. Right. All right, you ready, Paul? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, okay. here we go. <laughs> Top ten list. Top right. ten lesser-known facts about Mike Illich. Top ten. Number ten. In 2009, he brought his fourth Stanley Cup to Hockey Town. Mm-hmm. His first cup was a BVD Youth Medium. <laughs> ah, all right, BVD. Number nine. Very small. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> 
Crazy Bread was named after an old army buddy who became active in 60s counterculture, dropped acid, and lived out his remaining years believing himself to be a loaf of rye. Oh, there we go. Crazy Bread. Oh, yeah. Man, no, you refuse good. monetary compensation for this. Uh, what would a bread do with money? Right. Yeah. Probably didn't <laughs> trademark it either. So there you go. Number eight. Worried about all-star first baseman's weight, he once blacklisted Prince Fielder, adding him to Little Caesar's no-pie list. Ah, <laughs> no pie. All, All right. right. Number seven, number seven, lesser-known facts about Mike Illich. Curiously, when the body of Domino's the Noid was found at the bottom of the Detroit River, having been stabbed 17 times, he was never even interviewed by police. Aha! Mm. Cops trust him. It was, it was a symbolic 17 times for the 17-inch pizza. <laughs> That you get for five dollars. That's a ready. big. That's an odd number. <laughs> uh, number six, in honor of Jim Leland, he created the limited time tobacco pesto pizza. <laughs> that's actually still available at yeah. most downriver locations. Yeah, yeah. don't Pop- order the tobacco, but you get it anyway. Pretty limited popularity. There was yeah. a very specific audience yeah. for that. You get the pesto, the tobacco comes free. <laughs> in the late '90s, he was pioneering a pizza, pizza, pizza concept but was stopped by well-intentioned scientists who correctly foresaw the grave danger with his plan. Oh, yeah. You'd get to critical mass with that third pizza. Overdoses are a real danger. (laughs) Number four, in the mid-2000s, the sheer volume of Red Wings banners in Joe Louis Arena finally forced him to stop using the rafters to dry-cure pepperoni. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a sad day. Smokehouse. Refined palates have noticed hot and ready's haven't tasted quite the same since. That's true, yeah. More like lukewarm and takes a second. (laughs) Number three, lesser known facts about Mike Illich. A champion of historical preservation, he worked with city and mafia officials to ensure Jimmy Hoffa's body was moved from Old Tiger Stadium (laughs) to New Comerica Park. Ah, that was nice. (laughs) Number two, in the brutally cold and snowy winter of 2013, he had his accountants price out moving the entire city of Detroit to Gulf Shores, Alabama, Mm -hmm. and then begged government officials to let him do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's much warmer. It was shockingly Good affordable. climate. <laughs> and the number one lesser known fact about Mike Illich also doesn't understand how he made any money selling pizza for five dollars. <laughs> and now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, we got, we're back in Article Town. Oh. Oh. Kevin Garnett was all about food metaphors. Oh. What? Yep. We're learning this was taken from Garnett. Vice Sports. Uh, Kevin Garnett absolutely loved comparing life chemistry to food chemistry. There's an alternate universe where Garnett became the first six foot thirteen celebrity chef and tripled Elton Brown's ratings on the Food Network. You say six foot thirteen? It's very cheeky because it's Vice. <laughs> Vice oh. is a very cheeky. Was he way seven one? I didn't think he was that tall. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I like this universe just fine though because it resulted in quotes like the following. <clears throat> this is quoting. This is Kevin Garnett. Car- Kevin Garnett. This is him in two thousand. If I was a Caesar salad, the croutons would be my friends, the lettuce would be my family, and the dressing itself would be my mom, Garnett said. Because you can have the lettuce and the croutons, and it can be called a Caesar, but until you have the dressing, and it actually tastes like Caesar, so my mom would be the dressing. 
Okay. Wow. I kind of, I get it. I kind of like this. That's the uh, quote. No, I get what he's going for, but that didn't make any sense. Well, maybe some of these other ones will. <laughs> Kevin Garnett in 2011. Playing for Doc is like coming home to a birthday cake, you know? Said Garnett. That was Doc Rivers. Yep. Coming home to a birthday cake. Every day it's something. You don't know if it's going to be sprinkles, but you know it's going to be sweet. You know, <laughs> is, he, is he coming is this, home to birthday cake? Is this the same quote? Every, I'm sorry. In the metaphor. No, this is a different Did he quote. hire people to put a birthday cake in his house for him to come home to every day of the, a variety of different... We're about a third of the way oh, through the God, birthday oh, cake metaphor. Uh, you know it's going to be beautiful, but what you don't know is sometimes they might use too much salt in the recipe and you bite into the cake and you get a salty taste, but... You have to remember that every day is a birthday cake in here waiting on you. So if you can figure that riddle out, that's what it's like to play for Doc Rivers. That doesn't make any End quote. sense. Holy crap. Sometimes it's got salt, but it's still a birthday cake. Sometimes it's got sprinkles. Who's ever had a cake that was too salty? I guess Kevin Garnett has. <laughs> my mom baked the saltiest cakes. Right. Like but my mom's like the dressing, so you gotta look up. Oh, Caesar dressing's kind yeah, of I, salty. I, I, it's yeah. got that umami. Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's another one, Kevin Garnett in 2011, but different quote. Timing is everything. And chemistry is something that you don't just throw in a frying pan and mix it up with another something, then throw it on top of something, then fry it up and put it in a tortilla and put it in a microwave, heat it up, and give it to you and expect it to taste good, you know? For those of you who can cook, you all know what I'm talking about. If you all can't cook, this doesn't concern you. Uh, I, I think he's wrong. What? Do you want me to reread it? So I, don't, I don't know. I, I agree with him. Whatever I don't you think do. you can do all those things and expect it to be worth. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's because uh, chemistry is something you don't just throw in a frying pan. Right. Yeah. No, get, the, the entire discipline of chemistry. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Garnett, 2012. I always like to use baking a cake as an example. <laughs> Nothing's going to come out the first two minutes. You have to sit there and wait on it. For y'all don't know how to bake. For some of y'all don't know how to bake, don't worry about it. Ask your mothers and your fathers or someone who knows how to bake. <laughs> that, that is maybe the most practical. Yeah, it of, is. Of, of his quotes. Doesn't come out the first two minutes. Yeah. If you don't know that, ask someone. Yeah. I think it's I like valuable. Mothers, and then I thought you went, or fathers, and then he went... There's probably more people yeah. who know how to bake or than just someone and you just know how to bake. Just some, anyone. Some poor childless people who somehow yeah. still learned how to bake. Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan to... Panera. He might have kids. Yeah, he could. You never know. Uh, Kevin Garnett, 2014. How would you, uh, how you would write, <laughs> I'm going to start over with that one. How you would write a story is different from how you would write a story or how this lady would write a story. You might be able to chug a gallon of milk quicker than she can. I don't know. We all have our strengths is the point I'm making. Do not, incidentally, do not chug a gallon of milk. Yeah. It, it's not, no one's system can take that. Yeah. Also, why is he taking, so he's taking a shot at some writer. 
Yeah. And not even like she wrote something mean about me. Like, it takes her too long to write an article. Yeah, exactly. How would he know that? He's not like an editor for her newspaper. I think that it's kind of like baking a cake, Joel. <laughs> Sometimes it takes... And that brings it into another wide world of... A weird, weird sport! It's all like kind of like baking a cake. You don't know citizens of podcast town thanks for tuning in but this brings to the close of the sports 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 podcast but before we go uh we're gonna have uh muhammad sanu to give you our contact information hey i appreciate it if you don't distract me during this oh, i just we'll, need we'll to just be, be right able here. to get through it so you can find us on soundcloud by going to soundcloud.com SoundCloud. god you know you can't distract me during i know it's just you can't, when you, you gotta you got uh, the, let you me do the website soundcloud soundcloud soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast see this is the problem is i took too long of a break between my interview and this and i'm not in my rhythm anymore soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast to listen to all the episodes or you can find us on facebook by going to facebook.com slash soundcloud no 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 facebook.com slash sports number three podcast see you gotta stop distracting me like that <laughs> I feel like I'm falling apart in the fourth quarter right now. I know, but if you don't give the information correctly, all right, facebook.com slash sports number three podcast, a bunch of funny stuff posted there, or you can find us on Twitter by going to sports, 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 no, no, sports, no, 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 no. sports, no, sports, Twitter, sports, twitter.com, twitter.com, twitter.com slash sports, the number four podcast, twitter.com slash sports, the number three podcast, man. You know what? I'm just not good at ending things. No. Yeah, you, you, and, you and everybody else. I better get out of this and get into my car and drive away. All right. See you, see you Muhammad Sanu. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Really going to miss Mike Elledge. Yeah. Yeah. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.